I was talking with some people recently and they were saying how when they go to retreats, we always got really fired up and it was really seemed really easy to have faith, seemed really easy to be a believer, it seemed really easy to like be on fire for the Lord. But then I go home and it seems like everything changes. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. Why is it that it was so easy to be on fire there and it's not easy to be on fire at home. Now, I thought, A, that's a great question. B, part of that is completely normal, right? It's people call, talk about the, like the retreat high, which is fine, that's, that's, that can be a thing in many people's lives. But let's, like, let's break it down and let's actually use that term fire, to be on fire for the Lord. People would say, again, at a conference, at a retreat, at the, in these certain environments, it is easier to be on fire than in other environments. Great. Why? Well, if we look at this, there are certain environments that are what you might call oxygen-rich environments. So if you're talking about faith as a flame, there are some environments that are protected. Not only are they protected from like fire extinguishers, not only are they protected, a lot of times we're away from those toxic relationships in our lives. We're away from some of the things that actually are fire extinguishers. They, they, they suck the oxygen out of the room, but we're also in oxygen-rich environments. So you go away for a retreat and what do you have? You have built-in times where people pray. You go away for a retreat with other people and what do you have? You have built-in people, you're surrounded by people who also believe the same thing and are striving after the same goal of Jesus Christ himself. So this, this is an oxygen-rich environment. When you have questions in that environment, you have people that you can ask. You have people you can turn to and say, hey, I need help. Not only that, but especially on a Catholic retreat, you have Priests, therefore, you have the sacraments of the Eucharist. You have adoration. You have confession. This is an oxygen-rich environment. And so we say, well, how come I had this retreat high? How come I was on fire there? Well, you're on fire there because you let yourself be on fire there. Not only did you let yourself be on fire there, but there was fuel for that fire. There was fuel for the flame there in, in, this, in terms of space for prayer, in terms of the sacraments, in terms of other people in terms of the toxic things that fire extinguishers were removed. You can bring that same kind of environment to your real life, to your ordinary life, to your Mondays, <laughs> to your Wednesdays. How? Well, we know, first of all, that, okay, life is not a retreat. But we also know that if on retreat and I make time for prayer, that actually feeds my spiritual life. Okay, well then, how do I bring that time for prayer into my daily life? because I need to have an oxygen-rich environment. I know that when I'm surrounded by people who are pursuing the Lord, that that helps me. Well then, when I go back home, do I surround myself by people who are pursuing the Lord or do I surround myself by fire extinguishers? Because that's a, that's a crazy thing. So many of us, even if we're not talking about like deadly mortal sin as a part of our regular part of life, a lot of us are okay tolerating an oxygen-deficient environment. A lot of us, we don't mind having just this low-grade uh, people around us. Maybe they're not the worst people, but they're not helping us. They don't, they don't push us to grow. And maybe even being around them more and more and more uh, just sucks the oxygen out of my heart more and more and more. And we're willing to tolerate those fire extinguishers. I mean, there might even be relationships that you return to that you're like, okay, it's not, it's not the worst, but it's not good. Like, it's not awful, but it's not helping me. Why are we willing to tolerate those kinds of things? When we know that when I was away from this relationship, when I was away from these, these certain people, my life, my flame, my, my faith was 
alive. I think sometimes, a little deeper on this one, I think sometimes we have this false sense of loyalty. You have a false sense of loyalty. Like, they're my high school friends. I would say, and? Or they're my college buddies. So, they're my coworkers. What do you owe them? You know, spiritual physics is such that it is easier to pull someone down than it is to lift someone up. And that's just the reality. That if someone, their French, your friendship with them makes it so that you can't pursue the Lord or your faith dies a little bit every time you're with them, on one hand you say, but I should be better than that. I should help them out. Maybe you should. But if you're not better than that, then you're that person who might be on, while they're drowning, you might have to like keep one foot on shore to bring them to shore because you're not strong enough to swim out there and get them. We also sometimes, right, stay away from the sacraments. And we also don't necessarily have a place in our daily lives where we can ask those challenging questions. Where here I am, I'm being beaten up either emotionally or in my mind at big questions, but I don't know who to ask. Well, my guess is in your town you probably have a priest. Hopefully he knows stuff. If not, maybe there's some religious sisters. Hopefully they know stuff. Maybe there's someone who's a director of religious education. Hopefully they know some stuff. But you seek those people out. Or if you had gone away from those, gone away for one of those retreats, or you had gone away to a conference or something like this, who are those people from that retreat, from that conference, that they were your go-to people when you had a question? Not just an intellectual question, but when you had a heart question. Who are those people that have earned your trust? That's the kind of environment that you and I need to take responsibility for creating in our own daily lives. It's not that life is a retreat. It's not. But the best retreats are ones that are full of an oxygen-rich environment. So that I think the best lives are those that have created that for each person on a daily basis. You can maybe not overhaul your life in one day, but you can ask the question, what's one fire extinguisher that's in my life right now? What do I need to do about it? What's one space that I can make to, to bring the oxygen into my life so my, my faith uh, can, have, can breathe again, okay, can burst back into flame? What are some of the steps that I need to take to get people around me or maybe I can get around them as they're pursuing the Lord? And who is it that I can ask the hard questions of so that when I'm down and out, when I am alone, when I'm lonely, when I'm struggling, I can reach out to them. Also, what's the, what are the daily mass times? What are the daily or weekly confession times? Because that's also a phenomenal place to start. Anyways, that's it. You can create an oxygen-rich environment in your daily life. Even if not overnight, you can do it. And I believe in you. For all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.